Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Lee Cantor here, another episode of High Velocity Radio, and this is going to be a good one. You better get your pad of paper and pencil ready because you're going to learn a lot, and this is a very important subject. Today on High Velocity Radio, we have Everett O'Keefe, and he is with Ignite Press. Welcome, Everett. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to be talking to you. Uh, For those who aren't familiar, tell us a little bit about Ignite Press. How are you serving, folks? Yeah, so we're a hybrid publisher. We really specialize in helping uh, speakers, coaches, business consultants, medical and business professionals create books and launch them online so that they can enjoy the credibility and exposure and authority that comes with being an author. Now, um, how did this idea come about? Uh, Have you always been in the publishing business? Uh, Ironically, I uh, I did an English degree uh, in college and then promptly left the field to go into business and then got kind of came back around and uh, found myself owning a marketing company. And we were exploring different ways to market our clients. When the idea of publishing a book came about, we decided to first uh, try it on ourselves, guinea pig ourselves, like we do with new things and uh, try to launch strategy that actually ended, ended up making our first book an Amazon number one best-selling book for a period of time. And then we, uh, the guinea pig project uh, caused our fees, uh, like we watched our fees um, double because it was attracting bigger and better clients. Uh, and um, and then we went, gosh, maybe we should do this publishing thing for other people. And so here we are. We've been doing it now for about nine years. Now, what was uh, that first moment that you thought, hey, you know what? This is starting to get some traction. This is something that maybe we'll be able to leverage and help other people get the same result. It really was the first book. I mean, the first book, we were doing video marketing at the time. And so the book was about video marketing and not about publishing at all. Um, But I'll tell you, we had a couple defining moments. One was the first time we saw, like uh, I'm sitting here looking at Amazon and our book goes live and I'm seeing myself on Amazon on the world's biggest bookstore. And then on launch, watching my book, you know, over the top of some of the people I really love, like uh, over the top of uh, John Maxwell and Andy Andrews um, and um, dominating the entrepreneur space, if, if only for a short time. And that's when I realized just the feeling I was having that, my goodness, there are, there are others. And then again, we did the book on video marketing, but it was really just a test project, but it brought clients out of the woodwork. People were like, oh gosh, I, you know, I, I heard about this book and um, you know, we'd like to hire you. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's when it became readily apparent. The authority that a book gives you, um, even if nobody knows who you are, the authority that a book gives you and your brand is really impossible to beat with almost any other marketing tool or method. And so we thought, my goodness, if this does this for us, what will this do for others and how can we help make that happen? Now, when you decided to say, okay, we're going to help other people publish books, you had to first write a book and then you had to publish a book. Um, do you help people on both of those tasks as part of your service or is it something that they're coming to you already with a manuscript that's already ready to be published? We, we really can help clients in both arenas. Um, yeah, Obviously, if they come to us with a manuscript, 
that's ready, then what we'll do is take it through editing and layout and cover design and all the publishing pieces to make sure that that book is now on every, basically every online uh, media outlet. If they come to us and they really just know they need a book or would benefit from a book, then we have a couple ways to help them. One is if they really want to write it organically, then we'll connect them with a phenomenal book coach um, or ghostwriter if that's what they need. Um, but very often, people have that book within them, and especially for this authority piece, it can really be rapidly constructed around the FAQs of their business. I mean, you think about, let, let's take any take a medical professional or business professional. If you could sit down and in 10 minutes probably write out the questions that people ask you all the time about your brand. Um, and the ones that you know you can rattle them off because you do, you rattle them off all the time to your clients and prospects. Well, that rattling off can be done into an app, which will transcribe those words so that that can be the rough foundation for your manuscript. And uh, that's really how we created our first book. We just sat down and went through the frequently asked questions of video marketing and put that into a book. And now we have that great authority piece. So it can be done very easily and very quickly, much more, uh, much more rapidly than people understand. Right. It, it, uh, being an author is one of those kind of bucket list things for so many people. And they're always, you know, in the process or thinking about writing a book that never gets written. And they get overwhelmed, I think, by the just the task. It seems it seems impossible when they think of a book or they read a book and they're like, wow, that was 200 pages. That was 300. That was 500 pages. I don't know. I'm going to write 500 pages. It seems overwhelming. But, right. it, but if you have a system and a plan and you kind of, like you said, have a really good outline and you really understand what a book uh, can be, you can kind of reframe it to be, well, a book is your expertise. We're just going to make sure it gets uh, captured in a way that makes sense and is readable and it, and it kind of protects your brand and also shares all that information that's in your head. Yeah. And Lee, you're, you are like, you're so familiar with this and you understand that really what all that needs to happen is to capture a small portion of expertise into the form of a book because people are immediately impacted when they know that you have a book um, and it, it, whether that's you putting it a copy in their hand or them seeing it online or seeing it's available, you know, on your website um, or of course, if you're speaking and it gets packaged in with speaking um, people are immediately moved. There's a chapter in one of my books that uh, I wrote a book called the power of the published. And there's a chapter in there just about the power of the unread book. I mean, you know, you think about it, it's like if someone gives you a book, um, even if you don't get to reading it right now, what will you do with it? Will you throw it away? It, no, it's it's not. on a shelf somewhere. Right? It, it's one of those things you're like, there's like something like sacrilegious about throwing a book away, in fact, right? Um, so that book will hang around, whether it's on uh, your prospect's nightstand or on their desk. Uh, it'll hang around. And every time they see that book, it is screaming your credibility. It is screaming your authority. They know instantly you're an expert on that subject, whether they crack the cover or not. Right? It's it's really rather it's really rather amazing. 
Now, has anything changed as kind of uh, the media and reading and um, consuming content has evolved? You know, in a world where we have TikTok and there's, you know, in, in 20, 30 seconds, people are sharing content. Is a book still something that does get kind of have that same kind of mind share that it had, you know, 5, 10, 20 years ago? Yeah, it's a it's a really good question, and especially like for instance, when books shifted to like the when the Kindle was invented, uh, right? Or audio books now? Yeah, and audio books. So when Kindle was invented, they thought paper bo- books would die, um, and Kindle grew really quickly and has now plateaued. Um, it certainly did not knock off paper books, um, and actually, the you just called it the fastest growing segment when it comes to publishing is actually audio books. Um, it's had double digit growth year out, year over year for, I think, the last eight years. Um, and, and what's exciting, I think, about audiobooks is I think who listens to audiobooks? They tend to be the most educated and affluent. And they're exactly the person that most people want to attract into their business, depending upon their, you know, uh, depending on their offering. Remember, remember the day, Lee, we used to talk about how iPhone users tended to be the most educated and affluent um, and that therefore you should be marketing to iPhone users. Well, now the iPhone is ubiquitous. And I think audiobooks, quite frankly, has taken that uh, has taken that place. But it is interesting this time. It's easier than ever to publish a book. And there are so many great tools and strategies available. It still maintains that mystique. It still maintains that it, it's got this amazing cr- uh, credibility. I, I tell my authors it's like breathing rare air. You know, there are just so few authors out there, and that still holds true, even even among the you know the streaming crowd. They're they're you know they're still that authority. Whether they're reading a ton of books now or not is another question because I'm sure that that's changing. But the authority is still there. Now, um, when we're talking about publishing and writing books, are we talking primarily for Ignite Press, uh, nonfiction kind of business people, you know, sharing thought leadership, or are you also doing kind of some of this nonfiction, true crime, the other popular areas when it comes to books? Yeah, I mean, our specialty, we try to keep some pretty bright lines around what we do, and we definitely focus on nonfiction. Most of our clients are uh, business and medical professionals or they're directors of nonprofits. Uh, we actually have a number of um, pastors uh, and other thought leaders, but we try to keep it in that. We don't wander off into, uh, into the fiction space. Um, I think there's enough, there, there's enough uh, romantic fiction uh, on Amazon. We don't really need to add to it. So you focus on business people using a book for a business person, either a purpose to either get new clients, to have that credibility, maybe to open up speaking opportunities or leveraging it in their marketing in some way. Yeah, I, but it, because I think that's the best use scenario, you know, the predictability of doing a book, for instance, to make royalties in any substantial amount, that's really difficult, right? That's like trying to catch lightning in a bottle. But utilizing a book to elevate a brand and convert prospects to clients or to make clients better clients or to open up new doors, those are all really predictable outcomes. Um, we do find that we take on every now and then the odd memoir, 
um, you know, but, uh, but really our bread and butter is working with those nonfiction, uh, speakers, authors, coaches, consultants, business professionals. Now, can you share a story maybe where somebody came to you, uh, maybe they were skeptical. It sounded good. Maybe it sounded too good to be true, but then you work with them and you help them get the book out of their head into print and then it, it moved their business to a new level. Yeah, actually there's, there was a client who came to us and it, maybe it's not exactly that, 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 uh, case study or a fact pattern you just described it came to us and she had a manuscript and she said, I'm going to this conference. I'm thinking it would be great if I had my, this book available when I go to this conference, um, that, you know, I'd get more credibility there. And she just went as an, was going as an attendee and, um, but she already had it. She goes, can you help miss out a really tight time schedule? We said, sure, we're doing it. She was going to Dubai. Um, and uh, so we got her book done. We actually did an Amazon bestseller launch on it. So before she went, the, she actually had Amazon bestseller status. When she went there on, on the first day of the conference, she handed a few copies out to some key people that she wanted to meet. And Later that night, she was walking through the lobby and she happened to notice one of them sitting there reading her book. And she goes, wow, that's, that's really cool. Didn't expect that. The next day, uh, she was approached by two of the people she'd given books to who wanted to talk more about hiring her. Uh, it was a medical, um, like a medical tourism conference, if I remember correctly. Um, long story short, um, she ended up getting two very high paying clients. Um, just because she put some books in a few people's hands. Um, and uh, one of those clients turned around and the next year sponsored her to be one of the speakers at this uh, international conference. In the meantime, she also was invited to contribute a chapter to a textbook in her industry. Um, and so really for her, that book allowed her to go from basic anonymity to truly speaking on the world stage. Um, and that she she says over and over again, that's an opportunity that would not have been afforded to her had she not done the book. Yeah, it's really amazing how uh, being an author, it's just a, a more authority, it's more influence. And it's one of those things. The beauty of being an author is if you're an author once, you're an author forever. It's not something like you have to kind of update your author, you know, license. It's, it's like you're an author forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. And neither, neither, uh, at least in this day and age, does the government regulate uh, you, you, you know, the fact that you're an author and tell you whether you can or can't be. That's a, that's such a great point. I, I think you speak to, like you're speaking to the durability of a book. You're right. You create a book. It serves you for life. Um, it's not, it, you know, I, I love video marketing. But one of the things about video marketing is that video you make today is stale relatively, you know, relatively soon just because your hair changed or your voice changed or your brand changed or the, you know, whatever. But the book can, can be part of your brand and credibility forever. Um, the other thing we love about it is you could put like, you know, our authors, their copies of their books usually cost them a few dollars, like literally a few dollars. Uh, uh, and I think of you put a book in someone's hand or you could put a nice branded mug in their hand or a branded pen or something like that. Well, which one's still marketing for you years later? Just one of those. 
Right. And plus, not only it's a constant reminder that you you're smart and you know what you're doing. Because yeah, why right. else? And sometimes we need that, right? <laughs> well, I, I'm turned in terms of the person you handed the book to. It's just a. Oh, I you thought know, you needed a, that. We personally needed well, reminders. Every now well, that and that then. too always. But from a standpoint of what, like I'm looking at a bookshelf right now, and those, you know, one of the challenges in marketing is that kind of brand ubiquity of how do you get your name and brand in front of people just on a regular basis so they think of you or at the moment of purchase and a book is a constant reminder that you're an expert uh so if even if it's sitting on someone's shelf it's 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 working for you in the sense that it's reminding someone that you're good at this thing that you wrote your book about it it does it just continues to scream expertise um and i think about it lee if someone reads your book then you have that you also get to take advantage of mysterious power of a book um we talk about like when I think of it, when you watch television or a video or whatever, you're just passively consuming content. But when you're reading a book, you're actively participating in it and usually having to fill in some details in your mind, right? Um, it's the same reason, for instance, like, you know, when we read The Lord of the Rings, it looked one way in our mind. And when we saw it in the movie theater, we were like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Not quite the way I thought. But, you know, movies are often more disappointing than books because of that. Um, I, I, I say that the author is constantly speaking and whispering in the ear of the reader um, and communicating to them in such an intimate and long form fashion that doesn't exist in any other media. Yeah. And uh, I think, and I think that's what the power of the audiobook because they literally are whispering in the ear that's right. of their, that's right. uh, you know, of a prospect of somebody who's interested in the topic that they're an expert in. Uh, now, I want to, for the benefit of the listeners, I'd like you to share a little bit of a kind of do-it-yourself for the listener who wants yeah. to attempt this on their own. What are some of the things they can be doing today to either get them ready to have a book published or, you know, actually publish it? Because uh, this yeah. is something that you can kind of figure out on your own. It's harder, yep. it takes longer, but it's definitely possible. I, yeah, and I'm a huge fan of that. I'm a huge fan of self-publishing uh, because I think that it, like, let's face it, traditional publishers have to tell a lot of wonderful people no. I mean, for crying out loud, traditional publishers turned down uh, the Harry Potter series like 20 plus times and told her that she'd be better off teaching. Okay. Like that happens all the time. And some of the best and best books ever have been turned down by publishers double digits of times. Anyway, um, so I think self-publishing is great. Um, as far as creating the manuscript, there are a lot of different models that can be done. That one of writing the book around the frequently asked questions of your industry. Um, I think is really valuable because an author can move through that quickly. Um, if they want to write things, you know, more organically, then there are some really wonderful training videos on YouTube. They'll teach people how to chunk their content so that they can create it and organize it. Um, and then, of course, you know, your book, you, it needs to be well edited. And few of us are capable of editing a book well. And sadly, if you miss this mark, right, then no matter how good your content is, the reader won't continue it. Um, so there are a few areas where I definitely say hire out, you know, um, your, your 
your um, English teacher from high school may be a great person and great at English, but they might not be a great book editor. So hire out your book editing. Um, you may also consider hiring out your cover design, but you can do that. There's some great tools online like 99designs or Fiverr where you can have artists create your book covers. Um, layout, interior layout is can be accomplished with Microsoft Word. I mean, that's how I did my first book. And, uh, or you can hire it out. And some of those websites will also help you for hiring those pieces out. And then publishing, there's some really great tools out there. Amazon has a tool called Kindle Direct Publishing. We just call it KDP. And that is a way to get your book, uh, whether it's paperback or Kindle or now even hardcover, um, onto Amazon. Uh, the trick with anything, of course, is it's always in the details. And with self-publishing, you get to make lots of decisions like margins and fonts and prices and colors or shades of gray. Um, and you get to make a gazillion decisions, but also in self-publishing, you have to make a gazillion decisions. So it's right for some people and it's not right for others. Um, I tell people, look, if you've got you know, more time than, than, than financial resources, self-publishing may be exactly the way to go. If you don't have a lot of time and you have more financial resources, it may make sense to get a professional in. I guess it's kind of like if you were do it yourself and, you know, a project at, at that, at your home, you, you know, you've got, you've got more time than resources by all means be, you know, do the remodel, uh, put your new floor in or whatever it is. Um, but sometimes you want to hire professionals and they both have a place and they're both correct. Yeah. Sometimes you need help and sometimes you need a helper and uh, there's no shame yeah. in either, you know, great point. Great point. So if somebody wants to learn more about Ignite Press, uh, maybe connect with you. I know there's a ton of resources uh, on the website for uh, an author or, a, or an aspiring author. Uh, can you share the website? Yeah. So uh, our website is ignitepress.us, not .com, but ignitepress.us. And if, you, if people go there, one thing that they can do is schedule a book consultation directly with me. Happy to talk with them about their book and see where that leads. And um, I'm, you know, whether you're likely to be a great client, you know, like you fit our model or not, I'm going to spend some time trying to help you and get you, you know, pointed in the right direction. So that's ignitepress.us. Well, Everett, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Lee, I'm grateful for the time here and thank you for what you are doing to help share stories and educate people uh, you know, you're you're doing amazing things to help people get their message out. Thank you. Well, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on High Velocity Radio.